Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of No Holds Bad with Lima. It is me, it is I, it is your favorite girl, Muslima. Thank you guys so much for clicking. If you're new here, thank you so much. And if you're a returnee, thank you as well. Today on the show, I'll be having a special guest come on the show. And um, we're going to be talking about the Premier League games. Two days back, I talked about the La Liga. But today is all about the Premier League. We'll be having a bit of transfer news also. And um, yeah, just sit back, relax and enjoy. Okay, guys, like I said, I have a very special guest with me today on the show, and we'll be talking about the Premier League. Welcome, Tolu. How are you? I'm fine, Muslimad. Um, how are you, too? I'm very well. Thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, always a pleasure. All right, guys, let's go right into it. We'll be talking about the Premier League, like I said. And um, it started on Wednesday, actually. We had two games. The Aston Villa versus Sheffield game, which ended in a new new score, and um, also Manchester City versus Arsenal game, which was supposed to be the biggest game in quotes, but we'll talk about it later. It ended in three new for Manchester City. What are your thoughts on that game? Um, first of all, uh, if I'm Mikel Arteta, I'll be very disappointed, you know, with yeah. how the game went. You know, first of all, I saw what Arsenal, their plan was to do, you know. You look at the the, the lineup moving Saka to the mm-hmm. right wing. You know, to, mm-hmm. you know Saka is a very is a two way player who could play attacking, very attacking, and play very very good defensively. Surprisingly, so mm-hmm. he was there to leave the space that Sterling will get. You know, tracking back to help Bellerin on the overload, yeah. and then try to um, send long balls through the middle where Nketiah could get in between um Laporte and the rookie star Garcia. But mm-hmm. David Luiz just had to be, you know prove a disaster class. Yeah. Um, we talked about the fact that there was also a red card in that game. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I didn't expect it. I mean, the first half of that game was a bit drab for me. But I think the second half proved at least to live up to expectation after that red card. Um, what are your thoughts on the second game that happened, or the first game rather, that happened that day between Aston Villa and Sheffield? I thought it was a bit of a... A drab. It didn't live up to expectation, um, considering the fact that it was the first game of the Premier League resumption. So, what are your thoughts on that game? Yeah, when when you are out for 100 and 209 days without competitive football, we yeah. expect that um, the players, when they are called, mm-hmm. and all players mm-hmm. to push them. Mm-hmm. Um. The match was very drab, very boring, very, very boring. Yeah. And then VR was the headline, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Very atrocious call from the video assistant referee. Yeah. I think I do, we, it brings more controversy to whether this system is very functional in England. You know, mm-hmm. the ball clearly got inside the net. And, you know, my hope is that it doesn't really affect Sheffield Wednesday, mm-hmm. you know, when they are um, going forward because of their yeah. European yeah, I think Sheffield will feel outdone by because it was clearly the ball was clearly in that net, and I think it was not even a case of the VAR, but more it has more to do with the goal line technology because the um the referee pointed to his watch and said it didn't beep. So I think um the Premier League definitely has to look into that. The controversies in the Premier League cannot continue um for the rest of the nine games remaining. Okay, now let's talk about the games that will be happening today, the 19th. Um, we have Norwich taking on Southampton by 6 p.m. Let's talk about that game a bit before we go into the big game. Um, what are your thoughts on the Norwich versus Southampton game? 
well, it's a must win for Norwich. They are bottom of the yeah. table, and yeah. they just have to win. It's not it's not um, rocket science, but it just has mm-hmm. to win. You know, um, people are saying that um, before prior to the project restart, people were saying that if yeah. they get to relegate these um, teams that uh, bottom three, that they should remember yeah. when um, Le- Leicester City miraculously you know went on a nine game streak and stayed up yeah. and you know seeing whether Norwich will be able to do that you know I feel yeah. the game Norwich just has to win because Southampton will try to count out you know they have the pace of Danny Ings and Redmond you know players mm-hmm. like Ward Prowls are going to try to control the midfield um, compact mm-hmm. 3-5-2 or 4-2-2 how Ralph Hashendorf would like to play but I hope um Pookie or maybe Todd Cantwell comes to play so um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they need a top top performances from all the players Norwich exactly okay like I was saying um, Norwich are bottom of the table with 21 points and Southampton are on 34 points they are 14th on the league table okay now let's talk about the big game happening today the Tottenham versus Manchester United game what do you think about that game what are your thoughts uh, well prior to the break the coronavirus break yeah Manchester United well on 11 unbeaten streak yeah. you know um, and they were fairly confident going to the going to the sports stadium that they were going to trash them. Everybody was confident that they were going to trash them. But yeah. after 102 days of no football, 109 yeah. forms out of the window. This is um, a new that for both teams to yeah. play. Um, players like Harry Kane, Himmelson, yeah. Asizoko are back. Uh, players like Rashford and Paul Pogba back for Manchester United so it's going to be a cracker but I lean to Manchester United win yeah um what is there a prediction do you have a prediction oh you're putting me in a tight what? spot um, yeah. I, I really don't see how sports are going to cope without um, having they might not have Lucelso they do not have like Ali yeah. they don't have mm-hmm. Tag- Tagnana they don't have um there's another player who is missing from their squad. Mm-hmm. So they are quite mm-hmm. depleted in the midfield area. So yeah. I quite don't see, but we know Manchester United's record in big games. They've mm-hmm. actually done really well. So I lean towards a 3 1. Yeah, for Manchester win. United. Away yes, win. Away win. Away win. Wow. That's a big one. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about the fact that Giovanni Lecesso is going to be um, put through a fitness test because he was injured um, during the break and stuff and didn't get the correct. Um, um, didn't, didn't get the correct uh, treatment for his injury. Also, Dele yeah. Ali has been banned, like you said. And but then there's a post- there are positives for them because they have Harry Kane, Human Son, and Musa Sissoko back. They will all start, like the manager has said. Now, um, for United, Rashford and Pogba, that's a plus because they'll be back. I'm um for the trip to London, um, due to their back and ankle or after their back and ankle problems. Um, Twanzebe and Phil Jones will miss the trip due to injury. So yeah, yeah, if I were to pick or should I, if I were to call a score, I'll, I'll probably go with a draw for both teams. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about some of the games. I mean, um, if we're looking at the league table, we'll see Liverpool on top with 82 points after 29 mm-hmm. games for all the teams. City on 60 points, 22 points behind. <laughs> it's a matter of when for Liverpool and not... 
think, yeah, it's just a matter of when just two games mm-hmm. in and they will tie up the title and first Premier League title, you know, yeah. in how many years, 18 years or so. So it's, it's yeah. really crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have Leicester City on third position with 53 points, Chelsea with 48 points. So it's it's basically a battle for the fourth position. United are on fifth with 45 points and Sheffield on 44 points. So it's it's really tight in the Premier League. The you have to Wolves too. Wolves too should be put in that conversation. Yeah, it's down 43 points. And then Tottenham just behind them with 41 points. So it's it's really tight. It's that last for me. I predict that City will wrap up the second position easily. Um, yeah. For the third and fourth position, I I don't predict that it will be the same way it is come end of the season because when you yeah. look at the fixtures for Chelsea, especially Chelsea, Chelsea have mm-hmm. to face Wolves, they have to face Sheffield United, mm-hmm. they have to face Man City, they still have yeah. to face Liverpool. That's yeah. four games out of nine games. And you see Manchester United probably facing... Yeah, exactly. Manchester United is probably facing only Tottenham and Leicester. And, you know, it's relatively easy. But the accusation against Manchester United, when it comes to small teams, they find it hard to put away. But then they signed Bruno Fernandes. So let's see how they have Pogba back. Yeah. Also, there's also a very tight battle for relegation because aside Norwich City, um, they're on 21 points. I think there's... um. Um, three points separating the 15th position and the 19th position. So we have Brighton on 29 points, um, West Ham, I think, on 27 points, Watford on 27, Bournemouth on 27, and Aston Villa on 26 points. So that that's, I think, it's even tighter for the relegation battle. Yeah, yeah, it's very tight down there, very tight. You no, know, any of those um, six could go down. <laughs> it's not even yeah. donkey, but any of those six could go down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's take a quick break and then when we come back, we'll talk about the transfer news. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back. That was Zudike by Simi. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, we'll go right back into it and talk about the transfer news right now. So you guys let me bring Tolu back on board. All right, Tolu. Um, welcome back. Thank you for staying. Okay, so like I said, we'll be talking about the transfer news. Um, what do you have for the transfer? Some of the transfer news. Um, the very very recent transfer news that we yeah. have is the deal between um Chelsea and RB yeah. uh, Leipzig. Um, yeah. Timo Werner, the German striker, has moved yeah. for a potential of fifty million and will yeah. earn about two hundred thousand pounds a week. Yeah. But Chelsea, yes, that's it. And uh, rumors for um, Jaden Sancho still mm-hmm. need to testify. The, the funny, there's a twist about Jaden Sancho's, uh, you yeah. know, uh, you know, because um, there are very credible reporters, um, reporters like Fabrizio Romano, um, Laura yeah. Whitaker, and a lot of host of others having different controversies. When it comes to fees, some say they want about 113 million. Fabrizio yeah. Romano saying they want 87 million, and yes. you know those kind of contra- controversial fees. But and we know from our understanding that during this coronavirus, Manchester United, although they have a transfer reserve, have been hit because number one, Manchester United did not uh, follow their staff. They yes. did not. Um, Take, allow tell their players to take wage cuts or wage deferrals. You know they are still paying and they are still um, heavily involved in charity during this period. So that has taken 
a significant amount of maybe yeah. money might have uh, proposed to use for Sacho's deal. And the news coming from Germany too is that Borussia Dortmund is not going to reduce their uh, release clause, their sellout clause Jaden yeah. Sancho. And we know from Sancho's camp that Jaden Sancho wants to leave. You know, you, you should have heard about the controversies that gone about him cutting his hair, breaking yeah. down um, COVID-19 um, laws for yeah. the club. So it's really funny because in two years' time, um, Sancho has two years left on his deal. And if he doesn't go now, yeah. Russia doesn't have to probably sell for a lesser fee. The way, that's for, the way um, Timo Werner yeah. was 100 million last summer and got, Chelsea got it for 50 million. So yeah. there are a lot of things about that. And then I think moving on, we should move on to Spain. There yeah. has been some reports that have come out that Barcelona have you know, shifted their attention from. We all knew that number one target from January was Lotaro yes. Martinez. Yes. And um, it looks like Inter Milan are not going to bother the fee. And from what I know is that Barcelona are in huge depth, trouble when it comes to finances. I don't, no one knows how they've mismanaged their finances, but they're in yeah. huge depth. And they're looking at a player we all know, a player we love, Pearl. Yeah. Emery Aubameyang, you know, yeah. from Arsenal, to get him for 20 million. We all know that Aubameyang has not signed a deal, and yeah. he released a statement saying that he he needs to wait to the end of um, the season. Know where he's going to stand. So, and okay. from Spain, and then if we go to Germany, we have have Bayern looking at Kai Havertz, you know, as, mm-hmm. and Piero uh, Sani. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bayern have been locked in talks since last summer. We know mm-hmm. that the player feels um, dissatisfied with his playing time. He's mm-hmm. uh, been benched by Sterling or he's not getting over Bernardo Silva on the right wing or mm-hmm. Marez. I know We know that he's just recovering from an ACL. So these are the basic rumours that are going around the globe. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Let's not forget the fact that Chelsea also got a transfer boost, a Kai Havertz boost, as Real Madrid and Bayern Munich have reportedly they reportedly dropped out um dropped out of the ninety million euro race for Kai Havertz. To be honest, I think ninety million for Kai Havertz is absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. <laughs> but then let's, let's not forget that this is this is the time and day we are in right now. The transfer rumors and the transfer fees right now are absolutely crazy. Um, Maria also talked about the fact that sports are not in the same league as some of the Premier League clubs. I mean, it was in a press conference um, via Zoom for the United game today, and he talked about the fact that Tottenham are not in the same league, in quotes now, as some of the um, Premier League clubs in transfer markets. Because um, I think Tottenham spent over 100 million um, euros last year, but Maria does not expect to get the same budget this summer. Obviously, because I mean, I feel like Tottenham are managing right now. They've always been actually, but I think this this season has been um, a bit more than it used to be. And um, Maria also touched about um, talked about the fact that Chelsea confirmed the signing of RB Leipzig striker Timo Werner, like you said, on a five-year deal. And um, I think he's actually the second si- um, signing for Chelsea um, for next season after they complete um, completed a 37 euro deal for Arsenal wing um, Ajax winger rather um, Akim Ziyech in February. So yeah, um, it's been crazy in the transfer market, and we hope we do hope that you know we see more transfer rumors and more transfer deals for these clubs. Um, for you, what's what's your take on the Timo Werner deal? Do you think it's a good deal for Chelsea? 
well, last year, if you asked me this question, or last summer, yeah. I would have told you no, emphatically yeah. no. But this year, um, under Nagusman, Timuwena has made a huge step forward to being a complete striker. Uh, when Wena broke out, he broke out through the obviously through the center, but he was moved to the wing, you know. If you okay, Tolu, we're talking about um, Timuwena under Nagusman this season. Yeah, Timo Weno under Nagusman has taken a huge step in his evolution as a complete striker. Um, yeah. Timo Weno, as we know from last summer or for previous season, was a striker who uh, depended on running in behind spaces, looking for yeah. exploiting spaces or high lines that are left by defenders. And he quite struggled against teams that sat down deep. But yeah. under Nagusman this season, Timo Weno has been involved in um, more build-up goals, more assists, uh, more mm-hmm. key passes coming in to drop, to t- take touches of the ball, then make a pass, you know, mm-hmm. trying to explore space. So I believe uh, it, what's confusing, if you actually watch Chelsea closely, is that they have this kind of gameplay where they use Ted Man midfield runners. The very evident was when Chelsea played Man City, where long ball was hooked to Tammy Abraham, and Tammy Abraham touches the ball, behind, flicks the ball, and Kante is the third man, running yeah. behind and takes that ball and scores. So I don't know how they're going to fit them, but for me, it looks like a good signing because when I could play on the left, mm-hmm. to the right, and then you know, make Tabi Ibrahim and Wena play together. Mm-hmm. It gives them versatility. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that should be good. Yeah. All right. So um, let's end it there by talking about the, um, some of the fixtures for the Premier League this weekend. <laughs> Um, we've talked about today's game. Let's talk about tomorrow's game um, between Watford and Leicester City, Brighton and Arsenal by um, on um, West Ham versus Wolves, Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace, and then on Sunday we'll see Newcastle versus Sheffield United, um, Aston Villa versus Chelsea, Everton versus Liverpool, a Merseyside derby, and on Monday Manchester City versus Burnley. So, can I get your predictions for um, the Watford versus Leicester City game? Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right, relegation. Oh, I, I choose Watford to naked win 2 1. Oh, wow, to win Leicester City. Yes, um, the reason why is you know, when it comes to relegation teams, you can't really yeah. predict them, they really want yeah. to fight. And you know, Nigel Pearson is was the manager who made um Leicester City mm-hmm. uh, during that time they were about to relegate to go on that nine. Uh, man run and I think they should be able to just get over um, Leicester but it depends but I just yeah. favor Watford yeah. to, Let's to... Forget that Watford has 17 on the table so they will try as much as, as much as possible to get out of that relegation yeah. battle um, yeah. Brighton versus Arsenal well we don't know with Arsenal they have Shaka out they have David Lewis out yeah. they have Paulo Mari out and you know mm-hmm. their defence is in shambles so we don't know how they are going to play. And Brighton is a very funny team. Yeah. They are not stable. They play a very expansive type of football. Good, um, due credit to Graham Potter for how they play. Yeah. Very exciting, attacking football. And you know, Arsenal are not defensively solid, but I, I think I'll lean to Arsenal making a win 3-2. It's going to be yeah. high. Go for it first. Um, Brighton is also in that relegation battle with 29 yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, let's go to the Everton versus Liverpool game, the Messi side derby. What are your predictions for that game? Well, um, 
when Everton played Liverpool in the FA Cup, yeah, in the start, they were humiliated by yeah, by the youth squad, you know, and you know the veterans were really mad because yeah. they they were not the first team, and you know, but. One thing is, there's not going to be home factor here. So, yeah. we might get to see a very, very physical game. Very physical game. Um, I lean to a draw. Maybe they might be able to stop Liverpool for now. Yeah. And just have a 2-2 draw. Mm. And the Manchester City Burnley game? Wow. Um, it depends on what Burnley, what, which Burnley side turns up. Is yeah. it the Burnley side that can defend and counter, or is it the Burnley side that's been inconsistent this season? <laughs> we know how Manchester had to sweat, yeah. you know, last season to get a one zero. I think that's a favor, famous six point zero millimeter that, that yeah. the ball crossed the line of Aguero's yeah. So it depends on how Burnley plays, but expect. I think Manchester will get into the group and they should put it easily, <laughs> like five zero or so. Yeah, Burnley also sits mid table. They are comfortable there on tenth yeah, point. Yeah, so. All right, Olu, thank you very much for doing this with me. Thank Thanks you so much. much. It has been a pleasure. Um, sure. yeah, thank you. All right, guys, that's it. That's it from me. That's it from Tolu. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you to Tolu as well for joining me on today's episode. I really, really, really do appreciate it. Until I come your way again. Bye.